only you are aware of your own thoughts in your own head. So you can enslave a man's body. But if his mind never gives, if his mind stays strong and stays true to his beliefs, he will never cave and he will always be a free man and his sons will always be free men. Change never happens abruptly. It always creeps in through the avenues you least expect, or in ways that make it seem natural and of free will. Every empire was made strong through men who went to war, men who protected their land, men who built cities, men who hunted game for their village, and on the other hand, women who cared for the future generation, who nurtured the minds and hearts of children, women who cooked the food well, women who kept the house in order under a strict set of beliefs that had to be shared with the men. We think of the Spartans, the Trojans, actual fortified states of people who shared the same religion, went through the same education, the same combat preparation, etc. These fundamentals are what make a group of people strong and successful in their lives. They have stability, and order to balance the chaos that lurks in the unknown. The unknown for them was warfare and death, and it will always be at a core level. I can't help but draw parallels between every single fall of an empire and the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. There exists an evil essence in man that wants power and dominion over others, and enemies know how to exploit that. Satan offers man power over his life and destiny, and a sense of invincibility in the physical realm, which for the record is all that most men know, especially the most vulnerable. He offers this in exchange for their freedom. You can have everything you want within this box, and as long as the box contains everything and more than any man has ever dreamed of, they will take it. Because man is limited, man is a physical essence, therefore they can only dream of what they know, and they only know the physical, at least most people, most men, right? Only the men who are tried and true, who are strong in frame and fearful only of God, are the men who don't bow to foreign powers. They would rather die on their feet than live on their knees, because at least that's how God intended us to exist, on our feet. Death is not the worst thing that can happen to a man. Slavery is. There is slavery of the body and there is slavery of the mind. Where would you live if money was not an issue? It's different for everyone, but the fact that we stay in areas that we despise only for financial reasons is a form of slavery. Slavery has never ceased to exist in human history. We have always experienced the different variants of it some more excessive than others, but nonetheless, slavery. Slavery of the mind is much less obvious, but much more effective at changing the tides of humanity, because it occurs at a root level. Only you are aware of your own thoughts in your own head, so you can enslave a man's body, but if his mind never gives, if his mind stays strong and stays true to his beliefs, he will never cave, and he will always be a free man. And his sons will always be free men, and their sons. 
A man can follow the laws of his land perfectly fine, but it is only when the laws of his land call for him to modify his beliefs that we see how strong his beliefs are, and in turn how strong the man is. If the man is not strong, he will be easily influenced by the law, and his lineage will suffer because of it. His woman will suffer because she expects him to lead, yet he is clueless and directionless. His children will suffer because they will then have to seek elsewhere for the right advice and guidance, and there is no promise that they will make the correct decision in choosing the right advice, because they in turn have not been taught good judgment. The change for the future starts today with the modern man, but the modern man's biggest mistake was listening to and taking the modern woman seriously. Because a modern woman was inculcated and indoctrinated and was planted the feminist seed in her worldview. And eventually, it will bring her worldview to rot. The ones with toxic nuclear families are the most susceptible, right? AKA the ones with daddy issues. Um, women are the gatekeepers for civilization. This is a fact. If she does not want your uh, your kids, then that means she does not deem your genetics worthy enough of passing on to the next generation. And by genetics, I don't only mean looks. I, I mean DNA, right? Including IQ, personality, uh, physical and mental potential. So the men who aren't chosen by women, which are 80% of the men, look to women to see what the women want, right? What they want in men. And women know what they want, but they don't have the forwardness and directness to say it. So they might say something else. We all know this. They conduct tests that filter out the 80% who have just been following orders in hopes of landing some, right, some girls, so that the true men that they actually want will be revealed and seen in the light that way it's easy to filter them out right modern feminism or also postmodernism as Jordan Peterson calls it or just general liberalism is planted into the minds of young women uh, through their hearts or emotions right they tug at, at the strings of their hearts and then their worldview starts to change little by little right it's okay to be promiscuous and leverage your body leverage your sexuality this is true freedom this is true empowerment men have enslaved you into their into their patriarchy etc etc and so if you've made uh, it this far you can now guess how we enslave the modern man we start by enslaving the modern woman through emotional manipulation victimization tactics right uh, the promise for a biologically impossible idea of equality, right, with a man, and then a sense of empowerment. Uh, start them young, too. Um, make it okay to be sexual. Make it okay to be promiscuous. Then, since the woman is a gatekeeper to sexual access, she calls the shots on what she wants in a man. A man who respects her promiscuity and even encourages it, a man who admits his privilege while denying hers. A man who is easy to tame and easy to control. Right? The modern feminist man. Uh, then 90% of men will follow suit. And perhaps they might not all be 
what you would call feminist, but when a man is desperate for women, um, when he hasn't had that abundant mindset when it comes to wo uh, women, then then he will at some level be be influenced by this wave, right? This push for a certain type of man that women say they want, and so uh, they they can't go in the opposite direction because that's not going to get them anywhere they want to go um, as, in, uh, as far as getting girls. So 90% of men will follow suit because this is the only path to sexual access that they have. They were never taught how to be men, so they take the word of the women who they want. I must be this guy for her or that guy for her. But we all know, right, the paradox is that this is not actually what women want. And so we are essentially creating an unconscious divide in the minds of the modern generation between what we want and what we say we want. This is cognitive dissonance at the most nuclear level, right? At the most personal level. I've spoken purely of this, uh, purely of this phenomenon in an early episode. So it starts with uh, the men today, right? To not take it for, for what it is. Don't take the face value of what society tells you to be uh you know stop being stop being so boyish stop you suppress your masculinity um be more like women sit down in this in this classroom and and pay attention and if you don't care about global warming or whatever bullshit they tell you to care about then you're evil don't find your own truth you know it everybody every single man knows it and this is the reason why the phrase man to man is so powerful. I was speaking with a friend um, the other day and it's this this phrase transcends religion, race, everything. When you talk about men, right? When you say man to man, it changes the game. You, he might be an enemy. He might be some another person of another political party. You might not have anything in common. But when you look into the eyes of a man and you say, man to man, tell me the truth. This is a call for, for, for honesty. This is a call for integrity and honor. And so every man feels that when they say man to man. And man to man, we know what, what the truth is. And it's just those who, who decide to suppress their, their masculinity, to the, uh, that decide to suppress their true, their true urges, right? Um, these are the ones that are not, are lying. These are the ones that are suppressing themselves and, um, they are the 90%, you know, be the 10%, right? Be better than other nine guys and slowly but surely the tide will begin to change. It starts with men today to begin changing those tides back in, in, into harmony, into uh, actually being the ideal man right because women for as much as they say they want a certain guy they don't want a guy who's more emotional than them they don't want a guy who's more feminist than them they don't want a guy that whatever more than them right so you have to ask yourself if they're super feminist what's the balance to that the balance isn't center the balance is right and so or yeah right more right than center more ordered than chaotic, right? More disciplined than undisciplined. More rational than emotional. And so you start getting into guys that are super, super disciplined and, and eventually these guys are the ones that 
are like more right right wing kind of guys. Um, and you shouldn't you shouldn't be afraid of labeling yourself as as right wing. Um, I believe these are just interchangeable terms, right? Um, chaos, order, left and right, liberal, conservative, male, female, masculinity, femininity. Uh, all, all these things are interchangeable, so don't be afraid of, of saying something for what it is and calling it for what it is. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. This is a hard path, uh, and, and it'll take courage on behalf of a man who perhaps does not know where, where he is going and who he is and, and, and if he is or is not ready. Uh, the journey will, will expose him, but it is only... Um, through this journey that he becomes stronger you know it, it is the only true journey to take because we all share it right we always have so white black brown tall short christian muslim we all share this journey and so there is some comfort in finding others on the same path it does sadden us uh, to see some brothers deviated from the way but we cannot force them to walk they must do so by their own free will then they will be free then they will see stay true and stay strong god bless save his world when the very laws he has sworn to protect force him to do nothing. It is not a question of what a Spartan citizen should do, nor a husband, nor a king. Instead, ask yourself, my dearest love, what should a free man do?